1: The Atlanta Braves, they have some good stuff
0: going and some weird stuff going on. And a
1: woman that can help us negotiate what's going on the final week of the regular season joins us as she does every single week here in the locker room is Kelly Kroll, Braves sideline ah. reporter joining us here in the locker room on the fan, 680-937-FM. Kelly, good morning. First of all, let's just cut through the cheese and cut the bull. You guys had a postponed game Saturday, and you're not going to tell me that that Bally's crew, that Ben Ingram and Jay Chad and those guys are going to just sit in a hotel, read comic books, read a newspaper. You guys got a game off on Saturday. There's going to be a five-star hotel with a dinner, and it has got to be a bar that had you guys ponied up to while you guys kill the time away.
2: Yeah, yeah. We... (laughs) We definitely got out of the hotel room on Saturday. There there was that. I, and it was nice. I will say it was nice that D.C. made the call the night before that the, that game was not going to be played. And there would have been no chance. The weather was absolutely crazy. But you do. You have to get out of your hotel room a little bit. And I mean, on a college football Saturday, and you guys know Jeff Francois very well, mm-hmm. um, another friend of the program, and there was no, we're not going and watching college football from sunup to sundown without with him leading the charge. So I will say he had to watch the Clemson game on his own. That's like kind of his thing. As you know, you guys, mm-hmm. you guys like to lock in, and and he did that. And then, we, you know, we needed a wellness check towards the end, and uh, <laughs> eventually we got him back out in time to watch Georgia and everybody else. But Hudson, I saw – I was about he, to say, did awesome. you
1: get to see I your Mizzou Tigers you Saturday night?
2: I watched you on the call. Great job, my friend. It was awesome. I was the only one. I, I hate to say it at my table locked in on the Mizzou game, no offense because Notre Dame was up on one T V and then of course, you know, George is on another T V and but I was locked in on you and the game and it was awesome. And I'm really I, I know, I know nobody else is getting fired up about the Mizzou Tigers <laughs> around here but I'm just excited.
1: Well, you look at where the Braves are. We're excited. Two out of three, yeah. final road trip of the year. The interesting part, now it's getting a little wacky. Max Fried put on the I.L. with the finger blister, the hot spot. So they shut him down right before the postseason starts. And then Friday night, Charlie Morton goes out. And after one inning of work, he has to hit the I. L with a finger injury um, how does that impact the playoffs now the good thing is knock on wood if you have freed strider and bryce elder you're just fine but if things go a little bit deeper uh, we're just kind of in an unknown situation with the injury now this weekend to charlie morton
2: yeah and if there's any team that's equipped to handle this it's the braves um, i think probably big picture you got to look at this as game one and game two, we're always going to be Max Fried and Spencer Strider and in whatever order. And they're still going to be Max Fried and Spencer Strider. So in my opinion, I, I think that blister, this is really precautionary for Max. I think they're doing everything they can to just make sure they have the time to really get that like under control. And I think Max is, I just – I'm watching his body language, right, at this point in time, and I'm watching his demeanor, and if I had thought it was something serious, I might sound a little different talking to you guys this morning. But, I mean, he he's in a great mood. <clears throat> he's still able to throw. Um, they're able to bandage it up. It's. It, I just – that one I'm not as I'm not worried about. I really am not. I think Max and Spencer are going to be terrific. And Bryce Hilder was an all-star. Let's not forget this season. Like, the, the guy as your number three starter in the DS and with the days off knowing you can go right back to Freed and Strider again or Strider and Freed, which might be the case is just as far as how they want to line things up. Um, depending on who they're seeing, I mean, I know a lot of us are anticipating the Phillies, but we've seen crazier things happen, um, and, and I guess it at this point, it could be the Diamondbacks as well. But, yeah, the Charlie Morton one's the one that I'm just really disappointed for him more than anything. I I I, I think it would have been interesting to see how it could have all lined up um, had they all been healthy. But um, this is also a team that can now manipulate having Kyle Wright open a game, having Kyle Wright come out of the bullpen. You've got a, a really, really solid pin that you can – if you need to, um, I mean, I can see them mixing and matching for a whole game. And again, with the mm. built-in days that the DS has, I- I'm still really confident that this team um, is the best team out there. Because then, if this offense goes to work like it has all season long, I'm just I'm I'm I guess you guys know the position I've been in for so long. You guys, right? Like I feed off the energy in that clubhouse. I- I've kind of gotten to the point where I'm watching them and sort of. Feeling what they're feeling, and I just don't sense any panic. It's just, it's disappointing for Charlie Morton, but the, I guess the best thing would be is if they do advance to the CS he would be in play again. And so i that's kind of where I stand on everything right now.
1: Well, I'd be remiss if we didn't ask you about Friday night, 40th home run for Ronald Acuna, yeah. now the only member of the forty sixty eight club, which hopefully soon is the forty seventy club. What was the reaction of the guys for him to get into a very exclusive club? Yeah, it was unbelievable. I, I just
2: – I loved the way – you know – every at bat Ronald was taking right on the cusp of that home run. All of our guys were like up against the the railing there in the dugout. And the second that one, and he made contact again, you guys have been there. You've heard it, Mm -hmm. Ronald. It just, it sounds different off the bat for him. It was the, I've never seen him, first of all, run around the bases that fast. You could tell he he was in the moment, and he even said that to me after the game. He didn't know if he was more excited or nervous trying to round the bases. Um, Just the embrace he got from the coaching staff at the very front, and then he came through the whole dugout to see – just how elated guys were, and and then th- the way they talked about it after the game. I mean, they have witnessed a teammate do something in this game that has never been done, and and they've watched the work he's put in this year, and they all know what he went through a year ago with the injury, and to be healthy again, and to see that. Um, I, I just, it was such a special moment right then and there. But then also to have the like the filter into the clubhouse that evening of guys trying to put it in perspective. And I still think that's so hard for guys to do because we've just, we've never seen anything like this in the game and he's making it look easy. And it feels like Spencer Strider, I think said it really well the other night, you know, imagine like this, this to him may just become an average season. (laughs) That's how young he is in his career and what could still be in front of him. And, And that is, really wild to think about but it was an epic night for ronald and for all of the all of us that really got to witness that i just i I can't tell you that i've seen him look that um i don't know what the word was but it just was it it was incredible you could see how meaningful it was to him um and to to still have a week left in the season i'm excited he's going to I have no doubt that there's two more stolen bases in him. And the fact that it's going to happen at home, I think that's really cool so that he can hear from the crowd here in Atlanta. Because that was the only thing I thought could have been, like, slightly different, right, is had that that happened, that 40th homer Mm -hmm. at home, it just would have been nuts. But it was really, really awesome.
1: Kelly, you also got to witness Forrest Wall. uh, Talk a little bit about his story, if you would. Nine seasons in the minor leagues, a couple of four different teams, and then gets a chance to go out there and do something.
2: Yeah, those are those are stories you just I think make baseball so beautiful. I think make baseball unique to really any other sport. I mean, it's hard to imagine a guy playing anything else for 9 9 seasons and and then, and then finally getting getting his break and of course that happened for for Forrest in like July, right guys, but I last night to get his first major league start and he told me after the game that he found out about 20 minutes before the, the or 20 minutes after the first game ended, Snick came to him. So I thought that was pretty <laughs> smart. They didn't give him too much time to like get nervous or have the butterflies, which he said he had anyway. But, um, Yeah, and then to come through and have his first-ever big-league homer. And, I again, I watched this clubhouse and I watched this group and the way they root for one another. And every single guy on the top step, and, you know, they've got the wings and they're flying away with him. And and I could just, again, see on his face how much that moment meant to him. And um, he is one of the guys that's out every single day. And and they're the ones that sometimes – I think get overlooked because he's out every single day putting in the same work and doing the same drills and and you think about exercises and and for the most part never really getting to see the field outside of a pinch run or pinch running situation and and so for me to see that pay off for a guy like that I and he's also just one of the most genuinely kind people you can be around when you sit down and talk to him about his family and and it's just you you love to see good things happen to good people and for Forrest that was an awesome awesome moment last night
1: good stuff Kelly uh, you'll be with us throughout the postseason run we look forward to getting you back in studio and we look forward to the Braves taking care of this magic number uh, finding a way to play the right way and uh, I guess the silver lining with what's going on with Freed and Charlie Morton. They'll be well-rested when the postseason starts and they get a chance to get there. So uh, that's the good that we can take with the bad right now. But we look forward to catching up with you soon and seeing you in studio soon as well.
2: I can't wait, guys. It's so good to be back. I can't wait to finish off the season strong and, and get into the postseason. That's what it's all about. Thanks, guys.
1: There she is, Kelly Kroll. She'll be joining us here in the locker room on Mondays here on The Fan, 680 Ninety Three Seven
0: fm